0: Next time on the Transformers, all of this stuff. So, we uh, everybody's got their heads basically finished, but now everybody has to pick whose head they want to be? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that the
1: Nebulans seem to be the ones who get exclusive input into this.
0: Yeah. yeah like, sure. I mean, they they actually won the, uh, the softball game beforehand that uh, happened ah. between episodes.
2: Okay. <laughs> that explains everything.
1: Well, of course they won the softball game beforehand between episodes. They tore off their heads before the end of the last episode. <laughs> <There>, they the <laughs> giant robots.
2: Yeah, that, they, that had to give them some kind of handicap to make up for being giant robots.
0: Okay, that's fair. All right, so we know that Daniel, RC gets Daniel. Uh, Duros, uh, you know, I'm an army guy, so I'll take uh, the guy who's a tank. Uh, Arcana, I'm the smart guy, so I'm going to take Brainstorm.
2: Wait, wait, um, I've got this. I'll take Chromedome. He has no discernible personality, and neither do I.
0: <laughs> nope. <laughs> and meanwhile, nobody else is left, so I, Gort, have to take Highbrow. Yay, Frazier. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, how, how come he's the leader and he gets stuck with Highbrow?
3: Yeah, that is kind of weird, but the Autobot's heads are so hollow.
0: I.
2: What? Yeah, they're yeah, they're basically weird. mecha cockpits. They just make mecha yeah.
0: cockpits in there. There's, there's like a little desk in there.
3: <laughs> there's a desk. Yeah. There's two big holes where the eyes would be.
1: And then later we see that, despite having a desk in there, they're also
0: form-fitting bodysuits. suits. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Try not to think about this episode too much or at all.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. At first, it's, it just it's seems better like, that way.
3: Like the the. It becomes a cockpit in the torso, but yeah. In the next episode, they take them off like their suits—literal suits. Literal suits. That's weird. Yeah.
2: And Daniels is literally just the exosuit from Transformers movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's weird.
2: Which somehow turns into RC's head.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's weird that they just had it there when they were so worried about not having a life support system for him after all that. Massive damage he took. I mean, also him not visibly having any life support stuff inside it when they do the interior shots. Yeah, they have a helmet (laughs) on
3: to keep him alive, and then they stuff him in our seat and take the helmet off.
0: Okay. I mean, you gotta figure, (laughs) even if these are just suits, like, when you turn into the guy's head, your, like, knees have to bend backwards and stuff? (laughs) Yeah. Like, you've got all sorts of robot joints and doodads in there.
2: Yeah, and I, I will say that in, uh... In in the comic books, at least, they acknowledged that sort of stuff. But this, I mean, no, they're just mecha
0: cockpits. You're, you're setting off all kinds of uh, airport metal detectors for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah they go out, They uh, they smash up the hive machines with a bunch of backseat drivers in their brains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently humanoids are more competent
1: than Cybertronians at everything except having Cybertronian bodies. Yes. <laughs> Somehow,
2: that that sounds very uh very colonialist.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's very white savior.
0: Uh, or, in or in this, this case, case, green, green savior. savior. Yeah, Jinx, yo me a coke. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they smash up these scavengers and they decide, okay, so now we we got to get the uh, key to the plasma energy chamber, but they are being watched by what kind of sounds like Vincent Price.
2: Uh, suddenly, yeah, yeah it, it is sort of a very yeah. pricey sort of my,
0: voice. My
3: first thought, actually, with just seeing the silhouettes of them watching TVs, was the Guild of Calamitous Intent.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, Mystery <laughs> Science Theater.
3: Uh-huh. Well, yeah, that, too.
0: that too. They, they treat what's them? happening with too much seriousness to be Mystery Science Theater three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, unfortunately, we can also not control when this episode begins or ends, because it's still going. Yes. And yeah, this is The Hive. And uh, the guy who sounds like Vincent Price is Lord Zarek.
2: Aw, oh, man.
3: Aw, uh, good old Mo Zarek.
0: And he's got sadly, like one eye.
2: Sadly, not the precious emo baby he is in the comics. <laughs> no.
0: And there's also a bit about how he's, uh, like, they, they mentioned the Hive, they, they're, they you know, underground, and they control machines with their minds, so they're all withered. But, like, Lord Zarek is super jacked. <laughs> and later we'll see that a bunch of them are just
2: randomly lithones.
0: Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> super weird.
2: Also, also, at one point, one of them declares, exterminate, exterminate. Yeah, th- so, one st- of them is just a Dalek. Like.
3: So many weird Actually, things going on at once. Because, like, Zarak himself kind of looks like how Mingle Merciless would show up in Flash Gordon cartoons. You just paint him green so he's not Yellow Peril anymore.
0: Oh, yeah. Although, <laughs> Zarek doesn't have, like, the, the Fu Manchu or anything. He's just a green dude.
3: He kind of does. He's got the mustache going on.
0: Does he have a Oh, yeah, he does have a mustache. Yeah, he does. But anyway, yeah, so they, uh,. They abduct the uh, the Decepticons, or rather, oh, no, sorry, uh, no, I skipped a bit here. Okay, so uh, back on Cybertron, uh, the Autobots and Decepticons are still fighting. We see the Aerialbots fleeing the Terracons.
2: <laughs> oh, poor Aerialbots.
0: They are not good at this.
2: No, they're so abused in this episode.
0: Or uh, well, I guess it's, it's abominus, specifically but like, can't you guys combine? <laughs> they,
2: maybe Fireflight wandered off again. Aw, oh, jeez. <laughs> he, he does that. It's entirely in character. Yeah,
0: we're getting our asses kicked by a guy who's one-fifth blot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is pretty embarrassing.
0: All right. Uh, but there's still no sign of uh, the rest of the Autobots, so Alters Prime says, you know, I've got to find out what's going on. And Ultra Magnus, you're in charge, because that always goes so well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Optimus even yells out, I've got to find out what's going on, because he realizes, oh, those characters have been missing for about an episode. That seems important.
0: (laughs) 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 All right, so uh, back on Nebulos, uh, the Decepticons are trying to find out where the uh, key is, Cyclonus soon realizes that, you know, since the other Autobots aren't here yet, these guys don't have the key. But then they are there. (laughs) And with their super having a guy in my head powers, they quickly uh, take, they quickly, uh, you know, free the captives. They take the Decepticon ship. And, uh, but before the Decepticons can also be defeated, they get captured by the Hive and basically taken with, like, big goofy looking metal claws and pulled into a pit. Into a city that already has a big Decepticon logo on it. <laughs>
2: Conveniently. Well. Good job. Good job, animators. Managing
0: model sheets is
1: hard. <laughs> yeah. It really that is. Was...
2: As as we'll see in a in a little bit when uh when Vortex is suddenly blades.
0: <laughs> I, I guess my headcan with this is that uh the uh, the two ancient me- uh, mechanical cities we see here were at one time an Autobot and a Decepticon who crashed on huh. Nebulos millions you... of years ago. That would explain
2: I... how they managed to convert them so quickly.
0: Yes, because yeah, they get converted super quickly, and uh, so yeah, Zarek, you know, he's uh, you know he's seen what's going on, and uh, he's got a deal for the Decepticons. Either you submit to the same headmaster process, or I uh, will kill you.
2: <laughs> All it will cost you is your heads.
0: And uh, I like that line. Yes, and as the wiki says, it's a good line. Scourge tells them to get bent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pretty much. He's
0: and like, and so uh, they no. Come to, they, they come to a compromise. Well, you can have the animals.
2: Yeah, I didn't realize Cyclonus was such a functionist.
0: Jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs>
2: yep. Racist.
0: I I do kind of like that. I mean, obviously I don't like racism, but I you know it's kind of an interesting look at class amongst Transformers that we don't really see. Yeah, yeah. certainly not in the cartoon. At least not in G one. You know, all of these animal guys you can take the, you can do whatever with their heads. Yeah, we about Do, things. You can do yeah. unholy things with them.
2: They're very upset about this.
0: But anyway, I and I previously forgot to mention that how much I, I like how horrified Cyclonus is when these guys, when the Autobot headmasters show up in their head and their heads just start transforming. That's horrifying. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Often by just floating up and then yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: that's crazy. so weird looking.
3: They float that's up so and they weird. transform in a way that's not at all <laughs> like they transform as the toys. As <laughs> weird, painless, you know, yeah.
0: I'm Cyclonus, and I was. Uh, I was created out of a corpse by a a malevolent uh, robot space god, and I'm horrified by this. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Just imagine if Beast Wars
1: had semi-realistic transformations and Cheetor's gut gun just hovering around when he transformed from Beast Mode to robot mode (laughs) or vice versa.
0: Oh, it's constantly dripping (laughs) like intestinal fluids. Wait, how? what what do you mean by realistic? I mean, like, if they didn't have transformation
1: animations that were just completely cheating.
0: Oh, I get
3: you. Yeah, like these machines. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're
2: so cheating.
0: So, yeah, the uh, animals have to give up their heads, whereas Cyclonus and Scourge and the three jet guys, they're just going to give up their guns.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't seem
0: fair. Like, it should at least be a body part. Like, your hands. Have an arm, a leg. Like, an arm, some sort of body part.
2: Classist garbage going on here.
0: It's as if they only did it so they could sell the same toys with a new accessory.
1: (laughs) 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 On the other hand, given the choice between being another being's head and being a weapon they used to have, that can also transform into a humanoid robot suit thing. I think I'd choose the weapon.
3: Yeah. You'd at least be able to do something. You can at
1: least
2: get get away from them more easily.
0: That's true. Although, it, I mean, if, you know, they're Decepticons, they decide to betray you. It's not like they're going to kill you if you're their head. That's a good point. Whereas they can get another gun.
2: But it's easier to fight (laughs)
3: back when you are a gun.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they pull off their heads and the modifications begin, which thankfully we don't see, because I'm sure it would be horrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, meanwhile, on Cybertron, Optimus and Magnus... Wait, wasn't Magnus in charge of, like, this <laughs> battle? Yeah, a battle
3: that's seeming to go on for days and days.
0: I mean, there are all sorts of toys who they're not selling who are still in this battle.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Also... Uh, Ultra Magnus reiterates for the audience that it's Vector Sigma, the computer which gave us all life.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, you know, it's been like a season since that episode was on. Ah, true. So, yeah. Uh, I just like that it's worded kinda...
2: in exactly the same way. Like, yeah. that's in, in the Bible, the story Bible yes. phrasing.
0: Yeah. So Ultra, so Primal just kind of takes the Matrix, which was previously drained primal? of... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Prime Prime takes the matrix, which was previously drained of its power in Return of Optimus Prime, and just kind of jams it into Vector Sigma.
3: Well, he's got to jumpstart it somehow.
1: It's just like, sure. This is the AT and T Vector Sigma. Please insert one matrix for the first five minutes, and then another matrix for each additional minute.
0: (laughs) Ah, (laughs) jeez. On it, and it's to the afterlife too. You know that's long distance. Oh yeah, very long. Because uh, yeah, they take uh, a Primal. Oh, I keep saying it. Prime uh, gets a <laughs> Get the ultimate. Matrix vision quest here, and uh, communes with the spirit of Alpha Trion in toy stores now. <laughs> oh yeah, not yeah, in now. toy stores then though. But now, now. no, no. This uh, this show is selling you toys that would be made for thirty years. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, and madness. And Alpha Trion is full of crazy ideas.
2: Yeah, yeah. this is very much what I was saying about how the plot is just motivated by because God said so.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, so there's a a crazy destiny where, you know, a, a human and an Autobot will join and bring about a golden age. And Vector Sigma is so convinced of this that it actually told Galvatron about the key to the plasma energy chamber.
3: Yeah, oh my god, this is crazy. Vector Sigma loves organics so much that even before Beast Machines, it was doing wacky shit just to get fleshy bits <laughs> on Cybertron. Oh my god. Oh man, yeah, think, that,
0: Vector this Vector Sigma a, just has, like, a weird super fetish?
2: This is a lot more morally dubious uh, deity than I'm used to seeing on G1.
0: Yes,
3: it's weird and this is our thesis statement for Beast Machines.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. Also, I want—I really wanted to see Galvatron get that vision.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool. I mean, he's already a complete nutcase.
0: Exactly. So, like, when his troops say, you know, I've received a vision from an ancient supercomputer that tells me to steal this black pyramid. And they're all just, well, yeah, that uh, sounds like Galvatron, okay.
3: <laughs> well, sometimes it's a black pyramid. In in other animation frames, it looks like a little black pagoda.
0: Yes, it does. And some, it's a black gun. <laughs> yes. Listen, we just colored it all black because we didn't want to come up with an animation model for it.
1: And to be fair, this is Generation 1 of the Transformers. Hmm. But Guffin's showing up out of nowhere is kind of par for the course. Yeah, this is it's true. true. I'm we should kind just of be... impressed
0: that they explained that how Galvatron found out about it.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, and that the That's plasma energy point. chamber was contained twelve levels under Generator C. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: it's twelve levels below Generator C. Should you
0: know, they it's let this us know. Ancient artifact that we. Oh yeah, it's it, Yeah, it's right there.
2: It's, it's down there, you know, down under that that bit. You take it, take it to the twelfth floor.
0: Then you, you take a left. Second door on your right. You have to jiggle the knob.
1: I mean, that's kind of realistic. I mean, at some place in England, you go, well, if you want to get to Stonehenge, you go up the M4 20 miles, and then you take Exit 7. (laughs) True, true. Uh,
0: So, yeah, this this is very Beast Machines. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, is in fact, kind of surprisingly
2: uh, so. And that's the thing is that Vector Sigma, apparently the point of this is that the culmination of, of all of this will be a new golden age for Cybertron, which is really the sort of thing that they're trying to go for in Beast Machines, too, to yes. you know, revitalize the planet.
0: Transform and transcend.
1: So uh, back on to Nebulos. Make Cybertron uh, great again.
0: Oh god, I'm yes. just
1: thinking of Vector Sigma wearing a red baseball cap.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, they're kind of the same color. Yeah, orange. <laughs> kind of that nice golden orange.
2: Yeah, just this golden orange blob. And they're roughly spherical.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: and Vector Sigma's in the habit of using charities. And we need Mike Pence to grow one of those uh,
0: Alpha Trion beards. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And learn how to turn into a lion.
2: Ooh, well, that would be great.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm so, sure he'd be entirely on board with that. That seems entirely appropriate,
0: given Chronicles yes. of Narnia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, so uh, Primal's all, well, better get to Nebulos. Uh, Ultra Magnus, you are in charge. Good luck. Don't die.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't die this time.
0: Yes. I No junk yawns to put you together this time. <laughs> So back on Nebulos, uh, all the animal Decepticons now have uh, robot heads, or like dudes in their heads, and uh, all of the jet guys have Target Masters.
2: So Mindwipe apparently just hypnotizes his dude into like going along with this, which is I, really messed up.
0: I like that. Yeah. That is, kind of, and he's. Actually, gets some like character beats, which is got, like he gets to do stuff. Yeah, like gets personality.
3: Almost nobody else knew, except for like maybe Brainstorm gets like a character full, more than one dimension, but mindwipe. Yeah, he's in charge, no matter who's in his head.
2: <laughs> I mean, Chrome Dome doesn't even get as much as Highbrow and Hardhead. Yeah, I mean they. Have at least some sort of characterization. Chrome Dome is just a complete cipher in this whole
0: episode. I mean,
1: Chrome's does Repris personality- being Marvin the Paranoid Android count as a multidimensional characterization?
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe. maybe. I mean, all of the,
0: I mean, all of the uh, Autobot headmasters kind of have an easy to define personality. You know, Hardhead's kind of a you know military guy. Uh, Brainstorm's a smart guy. Highbrow's a snobby guy. Chrome Dome's a little harder to sum up.
2: Yeah, hmm. and maybe like that's why line? he didn't get enough characterization before. For instance, more than meets the eye for, <laughs> to, to, for that to contradict anything, except yes. for I guess Headmasters. Yeah, because like he's the like actual... the main guy
0: in Headmasters, isn't he? Yes.
2: Yeah, he's like the leader. He's weird.
0: Yeah. But uh, so, and we get another thing where people kind of pick whose heads or guns they're going to be.
3: Yeah, they. Uh, we just get.
0: Uh, it's not as I mean, we we get. Oh, who is it? Whoever uh, Snapdragon's headmaster is, he's just uh, Chris Latta doing Cobra Commander. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Or no, sorry, he that's is. Eight Face. It, uh, it's one is, of them. Uh, Spasma. I think,
2: it, I
3: think it actually switches between scenes. Who he's voicing?
0: Oh, this is entirely possible because yeah, it's just Cobra Commander.
2: Yeah, I I wrote down Krunk was Latta, So, <laughs> okay. and we crunk. don't
3: even see who pi- who picks Skullcruncher. They just no, skip over. But I
0: think they switched the lines there hmm, because uh, Grax's head or er, his headmaster is Grax, who is like an evil businessman, and uh-huh. Weird Wolf's guy is he- is Monzo, who's oh, a right, pro the wrestler.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, Monzo said something about
0: the businessman yeah. saying, Oh, this this looks like a bad investment. Oh yeah, Ah mm. uh, I mean it would be far from the weirdest thing on this show, but
2: <laughs> Or in this episode.
0: Oh yeah, apparently Monzo is drawn as Vorath and has Grax's voice. And he's looking at Skullcruncher <laughs> who has already bonded with Grax colored as Weirdwolf. In the following shot, Monzo and Weirdwolf Bond.
2: Animation!
3: Wow.
1: Animation.
0: We don't have the budget
1: to fix it.
3: It's hard to blame them considering how many new characters are
0: being thrown at the screen. There certainly won't be
2: people nearly 30 years later picking this apart.
0: And also, uh, there's another guy who uh, introduces himself as, who uh, says, I live to destroy, I think that's aimless.
2: Yes, yeah. he says, I live only to destroy our mutual enemies. And then he turns into a gun and just starts, like, spinning around shooting everything.
0: And, he, and, uh, and Misfire says, well, I think I should call you Aimless. Instead, implying you know, that his original name was, I live only to destroy our mutual enemies.
2: <laughs> the line is, <laughs> I think the name Aimless suits you better. Which, yes, implies that he was saying that his name was, I live only to destroy our mutual enemies. Yes just responded to with, I think the name aimless suits you better. (laughs) We get a bunch of ridiculous
0: lines. The boys all call me Nightstick. I hope you like Busted heads. Ah, I like busting Autobot headmasters better.
1: Uh, Does busting make him feel
2: good? Apparently.
0: And you can call me Caliburst because I've never missed a shot in my life. But you've never taken a shot in your life. Uh, Would I lie to you? (laughs)
3: Uh,
0: Good
2: job. Good single line of characterization.
0: And there's a guy named Blowpipe, which is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, are these their actual names? Are these, like, names they got? It's
2: a very good question.
0: I mean, I guess it says they call me Nightstick. So I guess these are, like, street names. I mean, it's definitely a street name with Blowpipe.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but these are guys with mental powers that control machines... And one of them is called Blowpipe. Like he's a meth head? You don't want to know why. Is that what they're forcing all the Nebulons to do? Make meth?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking something else, but of course I was.
1: (laughs) I thought blow is cocaine, not meth.
2: I don't know how drugs work. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, blow is cocaine.
3: Something using pipes, whatever. Anyway. They go outside and
0: make they- So, yeah, they they all bond with everybody, except for Zarek, who is just going to stay behind uh, because he has plans for the city. <laughs>
2: sure. Dun-dun-dun.
0: Yeah, so the Autobots are out and about, but uh, they run into Cerebros. He's he's all messed up and says that he found a city, which they suspect may be the lost city of the Hive, which is, confusingly, not the city the Hive lives in. Yeah,
3: it's the city that they in. That was the found city, the city of the
0: Hive that they lived in. But right I, I, I got a better question.
3: Who beat up Cerebro?s Or did he beat himself? Did he just fall off a mountain? Why is he? I assume he too? just
0: fell because Cerebro sucks.
2: <laughs> no, it's a precious baby. I
1: mean, my my initial assumption was that the second he came out of the cave, he was shot by all of the Decepticons. But I don't think that works chronologically. So yeah, he just fell.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the Decepticons do show up at this time. Now they have uh, they have the they have headmasters, which Brainstorm is suggests that he will sue about.
3: <laughs> that, that was funny.
0: And then they also have target masters, and Mindwipe just steals the uh, the key from him.
3: Yeah. Okay. But I got it.
0: Brainstorm the th- manages to.
3: The target masters oh, are really weird. Do they actually fire before the Decepticons just throw their guns at people?
0: Yeah, they throw their guns at people, and then they fire their own little guns, which seems less effective than being a big gun.
3: Yeah. Well. I- it's like the first thing they do in the attack. Throw their guns at the Autobots. I mean, How? I get,
1: why? I've been playing World of Warcraft, so that makes sense. I sell my pet, I tell it to attack, and then I use my other abilities.
0: <laughs> I guess. but why I mean, <laughs> might even yeah. bother making him into your gun? Because?
3: <laughs> make him a, uh, a sword you could throw people? Because
0: there through. was a tameable
2: gun, and I mean, oh my god, that's the best <laughs> thing ever.
1: Uh, yeah. so, so if there's a really important shot I need to make, I can try to take control of it. But yeah.
2: <sighs>
0: so yeah, Brainstorm does manage to get a hold of Nightstick and then scan him, which uh, so they can make their own target masters.
1: <laughs> Hooray, so counterintelligence! Yeah.
0: So the set of hey. guns have the key, and Optimus Prime shows up and is all, "Hey guys, uh what happened? Yeah, what the heck <laughs> happened here? Why do you have people in you?" I mean,
1: they introduce him to the new toys, and then he's like, what happened? And they're like, it's a long story. It would take at least two episodes to tell you. (laughs) And then they cut to the next (laughs) scene.
0: Yeah, because the Decepticons are just kind of hanging around with uh, Zarek. So they... uh, But luckily, Optimus Prime is there, leads a counterattack. And also, the uh, Decepticons get uh, threatened by their own guns, which is kind of (laughs) hilarious. (laughs)
1: Yes! Yes!
2: One of them just the sort of floats up
1: out, out of... Own goods, or, was it like, or am I thinking of the next episode where they meet Galvatron and, like, all six of the Target Masters threaten Galvatron as dependent of their... Yeah, that, that's, that's next, next episode. episode. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, okay. no, this is where I
2: think uh, Scourges floats up and turns on him.
0: Yeah. Ooh, right. Dangerous. Yeah, okay, they fight. uh Arcee and Daniel grab the key, but unfortunately they're... uh you know, the Decepticons counterattack, the Autobots circle Prime and RC so that they the Decepticons can't get through, but something rises from beneath. It's the hive city, and it transforms into surprise because it's purple and green, Scorponok.
2: Yes. Surprise Oh it's the, Big Toy. It's the
3: guy who's been in the eye catches since rebirth episode one.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> also what is with the eye catches? Okay, Scorponok, that makes sense. And then highbrow.
3: Maybe if he thought oh, he was more important than cool. he is, who knows?
0: I guess. He,
3: I guess he's interesting because he's a helicopter. Mm.
0: That's true. I'm looking forward to that uh, Titans Return Highbrow. Mm. I like helicopters. He's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, Scorponok, and that is where the episode ends.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Cliffhanger! Oh. Rewind a sec. RC says another really weird line. Give it to me, scourge. Talking about the, the key. <laughs> but again, it's, uh-huh, it's uh-huh. another
1: "give it to me, scourge" you sentence. Oh, uh-huh, that... uh-huh. and all the girlies say I'm
0: pretty fly for a Cybertronian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's voice acted well, but
3: the line itself is just creepy.
0: Oh yeah, and speaking of voice acting, at one point, uh, Scorponok, orders uh, Cyclonus orders the Decepticons to annihilate them. <laughs> I mean, you know. at one point, at one point somebody says "prepare to die." This is the eighties; they can't say that, can they? They say that they actually say "die" and "kill" a couple of times. Was that? Did Zarak what? say that? I think Zarak said it. I think yeah, but uh, you know, it shows ending. Prepare We're to die. what are you going to do? Cancel us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just uh, throw some curse words in here.
2: I guess there's that.
0: Oh
1: shit! What are they going to do next? <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, you know,
0: I don't know, get some, uh, get some butts in here. Something. Yeah. So that brings us to episode three, the grand finale of Transformers Generation One.
2: Aw, oh, well, man. The
0: finale of Transformers
1: Generation One.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> not so grand.
1: <laughs> I like it. It's not bad, it's just... It
3: has seems a bit much ending, but it's it doesn't feel like a last episode in many ways.
2: I don't mm-hmm. know. I felt it kind of, you know, it feels like things have been wrapped up, but
1: feels like a it feels like a season
0: finale. That's not a series finale. Yeah, yeah, I could see.
2: Yeah, that. yeah.
0: All right, so uh, Scorponok has captured Arcee and Daniel and put them into like a pocket or something. <laughs> he like eats them yeah so yeah he does and it's he a, like
2: eats you, them with his scorpion head
0: and we'll also note here that unlike the rest of the headmasters who are you know a, a combo uh, nebulan transformer Scorponok is just a big mech for Zarek
3: yeah so he doesn't yeah. have a spark which is really weird
0: I mean again I kind of go back to my ancient uh, Decepticon theory here
3: yeah yeah. Maybe.
0: I I like that that. And uh of course there'll be another one as we'll see later in the episode, because we still got one toy to sell.
2: (laughs) (gasps) Yay! And given the price, I'm surprised
0: it took them this long to sell it. I know. (laughs)
2: Yeah, you'd think it would have been in the beginning.
0: A huge amount of nineteen eighties money. One hundred dollars at the time. Wow. That's a lot of nineteen
2: eighties money.
3: Oh, it doesn't seem that
0: much. So the Decepticons, uh, so Scorponok turns into a spaceship, question mark, (laughs) and takes (laughs) off. Like, this is not a spaceship.
2: There's a bit of that, and honestly, that that carries on into the Headmasters cartoon in Japan, where they just fly through space in city mode,
0: base form. Like, honestly, it would make more sense if he was just flying there in Scorpion mode. That looks more (laughs) like a spaceship.
2: To be fair, in a vacuum... Yeah, it, once you're in
0: it, space, it, it doesn't really matter what shape you are. This is
1: yeah.
2: true. Aerodynamics are irrelevant them. in a vacuum.
0: And also, if he look, just was a big spaceship shaped like a scorpion, it would be like the uh, Cybertronian spaceships in the Generation 2 comics. <laughs> they just look like scorpions for no reason.
2: <laughs> yes. I think the reason is because that's awesome.
1: Well, yes. That's fair.
2: Because Derek Yaniger thought that that was awesome.
1: Yeah. Also, That's okay by me. $100 in 1987 would be $210.34 in today's money. So, wow. Well, oh. you could actually
0: get the current Fortis Maximus considerably cheaper.
2: Huh. Yeah, there you go.
0: Nice. Take that, Reganomics. <laughs> or I guess on this show, Anomics. Uh, <laughs> Not Crossfire, Crosshairsonomics. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh Optimus is all eight. We got to we got to take off. We got to fight these guys and Spike is all, uh, I'm going to stay here with Cerebros. I have nebulous plans. <laughs> and uh, and no, I'm not going to explain them to you. I want it to be a surprise when a new toy shows up in uh, about 20 minutes.
2: <laughs> also in the in the last episode they feel a need, even though it was two episodes ago. What they actually show at first is Sixshot killing all the, well, shooting down all the aerial bots.
0: Hmm. We are we are not done abusing the aerial bots yet.
2: What? <laughs> they they have to take that specifically. Like maybe at that point, someone had come in and said, "Look, we need a little more Sixshot here. Come on." So they used that as the last episode thing, even though that was not last episode and it was completely irrelevant to the plot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah, Spike and Street are staying behind. Back on Cybertron. Uh once again, Aerobots are getting their asses kicked. Yep.
2: Why? Why must they do this?
0: And this because they are it's in by in the Hansen's Combaticons, balance. who aren't even new toys.
2: Also one of them is blades.
0: Yeah. Yes, also one of them is but Blades. Is <laughs> because the Protector show up later.
2: Yeah, I mean, presumably, I. I it's sort of that the art isn't really good. I can't tell if it's actually <laughs> Blades or if it's Vortex colored as Blades, but either way.
0: Uh, I guess Hasbro would do that later when they actually released a Vortex that was just Blades colored as uh, Vortex.
2: <laughs> oh!
0: <laughs> this episode, it predicted the future! <laughs> So yeah, they get uh, not only do they get uh, shot, but the Galvatron is all take their bodies to fuel my engines.
2: Yeah, that's dark. It's pretty messed up. I mean, this gets pretty dire
0: because yeah, Galvatron has built giant engines on Cybertron.
3: Well, so, weren't there engines on Cybertron in previous episodes?
0: I, no, I don't thing. think so. No, no. When they brought sure? uh, Cybertron to Earth in the Ultimate Doom, they used like a big space bridge.
2: Well, yes, and the there is a UK comic story in which engines are being built.
0: And the and a and city Fermi of uses fear that again in uh, the War Within. Yes.
2: Yeah. So it's happened a couple times in the comics, but this is the first time it happens on the cartoon.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that David Wise probably hadn't read the UK comics.
1: Probably not. That seems like a safe assumption.
0: (laughs) But, you know, much like Furman, he just decided. you know what I hate? Commuting. You know what Galvatron probably hates? Commuting. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta schlep my ass from Cybertron to Earth and back every time I want to attack the Autobots. I'm just gonna move Cybertron there.
1: Hey,
0: how (laughs) can we raise the stakes of this episode without increasing the animation budget? (laughs) Yep. Are we actually gonna see anything happening on Earth? Nope. Because that we'll get to that later, but I would have appreciated, like, you know, just some chaos, maybe some something happening on Metroplex, maybe? You're still selling Metroplex?
3: Yeah, just a tidal wave or something. Just nope. reuse some
0: footage from Ultimate Doom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so yeah, the but pretty soon the headmasters and the target masters, the Decepticon Headmasters and Targetmasters get there. And they turn the tide, they beat Ultra Magnus. Wait, no. And then, this is hilarious, Scourge and Cyclone explained, you know, what happened, and Galvatron is just horrified.
3: (laughs) Understandably so.
0: You're infested with creatures! I'll (laughs) blast them out of you!
2: (laughs) I don't think that's really a reasonable reaction.
0: I mean, it's Galvatron, so it's very reasonable that he would react that way. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Yeah, he's crazy.
0: But so, you know, the target master's turn on him, the Derek says, you know, I've got the key to uh plasma energy chamber, and also I have control of Scorponok, and Galvatron is all Ugh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and also they uh uh R C and Daniel, who are trussed up in the bowels of uh possibly literally the bowels, of Scorponok, you bring you in Monzo do do. so he can torture them with Transformers trivia. <laughs>
3: Oh, wait, doesn't, doesn't Monzo say something about he has them in his city bank?
0: Like he yeah. owns city bank?
2: No, Zarek says that. He says okay. that he has them within his city banks. Oh,
0: I mean... <laughs> like, what? I mean, later in the episode, um, Galvatron refers to the... Where's the as an overgrown shopping mall? <laughs> yes. He a city bank in there, probably, uh, you know, a Cinnabon.
2: Uh, know. Oh, man. That's my favorite part.
1: I'm just imagining uh, Zarek going around telling
0: people that they're pre-approved for credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's okay, Monzo. We still love you. You're, we're just making fun. <laughs> no. yeah.
3: Anyway, Zarak is like...
0: Friend of the show.
3: Trying to torture... Wants to torture RC to get the key or something. And then he tells... He says, Monzo, start with the boy. You...
0: Monzo yeah. Child Torturer.
3: Yeah, not the Monzo high enough.
0: Also, he's a pro wrestler, so, yeah. I mean, maybe he's going to do like, uh he's just going to be like a Ted DiBiase, and he's going to give him a bicycle and then take it away.
3: I was thinking arm no. and, uh,
0: like You can have
1: 500 bucks if you can dribble this bicycle 10 times. One, two, three, four, five, six,
0: seven, eight, nine, 2, 3, 4, 5, slap! <laughs> 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 Everybody's got his price, Daniel. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: hmm. This Actually,
1: the is the a dollar belt. It's made with real diamonds, three of them on the back. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. So anyway, uh, they're you know the Autobots are hauling ass back to Cybertron. Optimus gets another vision. Says you must preserve the key, even though the you know logical thing would be to destroy it, because then nobody can open it.
3: Yeah, it's Alpha Trion's dumb idea. No, you can't destroy the key. I have plans. Sure.
2: Yeah, it just... That that definitely falls into that, like, hand of the writer being used as the irrational voice of God.
0: The hand of the righteous.
2: (laughs) No, just the writer. I I refuse to call David Wise righteous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Would you... Well, I don't know. He wrote a lot of... uh... Digiturtle, so he's at least you know tubular. You know, I would allow that. Okay. So anyway, they get to Cybertron, but uh, Cybertron's not there anymore.
3: Womp womp.
0: Whoa. Uh, But luckily, they you know this. We've only got like fifty minutes to wrap this up, so they figure pretty quickly that Cybertron is on the move. And they head for Earth. Cybertron, Cybertron is loose. <laughs> Cybertron is on the move.
3: Cybertron
2: nerds. is loose. It's yeah. well, Alpha Trion
3: transforms into a lion. It makes sense. Oh,
1: this is true. <laughs> also is true. Yeah. Fucking nerds referencing an eighties
0: cartoon during this podcast about an eighties cartoon <laughs> ruin it.
3: <laughs> Maybe we should start calling it Alpha Triono. Uh,
0: I'm going to say no. I'm also, I'm going to it, say though. that. Thundercats references, nerdier than Transformers references. Where's your Michael us. Bay movie, Thundercats? I mean,
1: <laughs> also, to be fair, that was a seriously superficial Thundercats reference. That was oh, the theme is- song. We've made way dorkier specific references about Transformers, and that's not just that. This is
0: entirely <laughs> true. Alright, so Galvatron's plan is that he's going to activate the plasma energy chamber, the... Energy will cause the sun to overload and explode, and so Earth and Cybertron will be destroyed. Which, how is that your plan, Galvatron? You're missing a third, you're missing a step in there.
2: Yeah, this just, I mean, okay, admittedly we have established that Season 3 Galvatron is a complete lunatic. But still, that's like, why? (laughs) What? the point of that.
3: At the same time it's his best plan and it's his worst plan. It's like he gets rid of the Autobots on Cybertron and Earth at the same time by destroying both of them but didn't you want to take over? Oh headache.
2: Also he only gives himself ten minutes to, to get out.
0: Yes, I, An explosion that will destroy the entire solar system.
2: Yes, yep. and he's way, he's twelve levels below Generator C. So he's got to get out from there. He's got to get back to the surface, get Scorponok booted up, and then get get Scorponok cranked up, and then get out of the the range of this blast in ten minutes.
0: Like you gotta get past Pluto. It's crazy. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Considering they went back and forth between Nebulos like three times in the middle of one battle, space travel is really weird in Transformers.
2: Also, Nebulos, I I meant to look this up as to how reasonable this was, but Nebulos is being described as like a million miles away from Cybertron. That's like, not that far? I suspect in space distance, that is not actually that far.
3: That's in the same solar system. <laughs> That's, that's like yeah. Mars away, I think. Or maybe even the moon.
0: Well, I yeah. believe uh, Earth is 83 million miles away from the sun, so it's not that far.
2: No. I mean, I guess this falls into them describing light years as like a, a measure of time. So,
0: yep. Curse you, George people, Lucas.
2: People not knowing
1: how <laughs> things work. A million miles is slightly under four times the distance to the moon.
2: Yeah, that's not that far. (laughs) So it's millions.
0: It's yeah, that's
2: it's possible Ah. they said millions, but I wanna say that they said a million. Yeah, and even that millions of
0: that's not that many millions. If it was a lot you would say billions. Yeah. Or, I don't know, just use, a f- like, I don't know, astro-miles. That could be any amount of delay. <laughs> Trillions or something. Like, it's 8.73 8.
1: times 10 to the 26 nanoclicks away.
2: Yeah, there exactly. you go. <laughs> All
0: right, so he's got this crazy plan on Nebulos. Spike has a different crazy plan. Uh, he and Cerebros have found this uh, old-ass hive city, and they're going to rebuild it much as... Lord Zarek rebuilt his city, but there are only two of them, and they've got to do this really fast. Ugh.
2: Well, it's a good thing they have rock and roll to build this city on. <laughs>
0: oh, I, was, I thought you meant the guy from G.I. Joe. <laughs> I mean, that's only one other guy. I mean, he's got that no. cool beard, but I don't see how it's going to help.
2: <laughs> no, no. it's a, It's a Starship reference. I
0: thought it was a Mega Man reference
2: that could be you could use that too. Oh,
1: that's going to be this episode.
0: All right. So we uh, the Headmaster Autobots finally get to Cybertron and they find that Ultra Magnus and everybody else have had their power packs removed. So somebody's got to go hurry, get the power pack. <laughs>
2: Oops. Yeah, Possibly did they have like Billy.
0: Did,
2: did they have batteries now? Like what the heck?
0: I think a power, I think that's kind of like their hearts, but they're still alive, so that doesn't quite work either.
3: Yeah, well, but they don't yeah. seem to be that alive. Like Magnus seems like he's dying, and we never see the aerial bots again.
2: No, I'm writing the fanfic about how they survive.
0: <laughs> mm. All right, so they've got a plan. The Nebulans just say, "Okay, so we destroy the key." Because, you know, the energy, you know, we don't know what's happening here. It might even destroy Nebulos, which means that Galvatron definitely isn't getting away.
2: <laughs> in ten minutes.
0: But, but Prime is going all Optimus Primal here, because Vector Sigma has a plan. Seeds of the future. I buried in the past. <gasps> what?
3: 1987,
0: to be specific. Yes. Yes. And so the Nebulans are all, well, uh, guess what? Screw you. We're taken off. And they just all leave, including the Headmasters. So these guys are just stuck without heads.
2: Yeah, and they they float off and then transform and, and run away. And yeah, they're, and I think, like, Chrome Dome is really like, hey, get back here.
1: Yeah, the Nebulans complain about it. It's like, oh, we're stuck in vehicle mode without heads.
0: Like, maybe you should have seen this one coming. Yeah. When you, you know, made an, a, an, a different person your head. All right, so, so that happens, then... Uh, The Decepticons attack, but they're saved because here comes the biggest and shiniest new toy of all. (gasps) Yay!
3: Giant three-foot-tall brick of a toy.
0: It's Fortress Maximus. It's the Transformer the size of your little sister.
2: (laughs) Oh, I love him so much.
0: Yes. Uh, Spike turns into Cerebros' head, and Cerebros turns into Fortress Maximus' head.
3: Headception.
0: And Fortress Maximus turns into, he costs ten grand's head. <laughs> Which makes you wonder, okay, so are Spike and Cerebros just operating on themselves to turn themselves into a headmaster? There were only two guys on that planet. I
2: they guess, maybe they just operated on each other. Turns, I guess? Yeah. Although, I mean, wait, the-
3: Cerebros would have to take his head off. Wait, how the hell would that work?
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, Cerebros was so depressed while Spike was doing that that he committed
0: suicide, and then Spike <laughs> was like, oh, the method you chose worked entirely to my plan. Boy, it's a good thing you didn't <laughs> shoot yourself in the gut or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my headcan for this is that they called Q. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Get the setting up Power Masters in the not-also-produced Season 5.
2: Mm. Alas. Alas.
0: Well, I mean, I guess there was a season 5, and it does involve Power Masters, in as much as it's a giant puppet of Power Master Optimus Prime talking <laughs> to a small child. That's true. In, in like, a barren wasteland. <laughs> uh, and yet, once again, Cerebros is just bitching about having to do this. He doesn't like, want to fight. We came all this friggin' way, Cerebros. <laughs> Listen, Look! Here's a if you don't do, do this, my kid's gonna it. die.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has to pull the "if we don't do that, my kid's gonna die" thing.
0: Yeah, and also you—you you will die. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but at the okay, we'll we'll get there soon. But I, I don't Cerfus think seems he lines like he'd be okay that.
0: with that. Yeah, yeah. No, this this I episode love him gets so kind of weirdly dark. Weirdly dark. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my precious, my precious baby.
0: Yeah, so it's Fortress Maximus, and we got a big Fortress Maximus, Fortress Maximus Scorponok fight. Which their toys are way out of scale, aren't they? Isn't like Fortress Maximus like twice the size of Scorpionok? Not quite yeah. twice. Scorponok but is. I mean,
3: but he's like forty percent bigger or so.
0: Look Plus, at uh, Fortress heads. Maximus. Like, yeah, there's Spike. He turns into head. Srebro's head. Srebro turns into Fortress Maximus's head. Scorpionok has a guy who turns into his head. Yes. Yeah.
2: His head's kind of a pinhead, and he gets a helmet, but still.
0: And the,
1: both of those guys who are the smallest heads are roughly the same size. Yes.
2: Yeah. I would say about half is is probably fairly accurate.
0: Yeah. But anyway, these are the, it's 1987. These are the two toys we're selling you. They are going to fight. Of course. And I everybody just gets picture. the hell out of here because this is terrifying. <laughs> it's like two buildings fighting.
3: It's also kind of the worst animated part.
0: Yeah. Yeah, This this animation is not great.
3: There are parts where Fortress Maximus just looks like cardboard boxes that are the wrong shape just (laughs) shambling about. And then he falls It looks like
0: cosplay fighting. Yes.
2: (laughs) They could have done this as a kaiju show.
3: They did that for a commercial, uh, so it would have worked.
2: That's
0: true. While this is happening, everything's going crazy. Uh... Spike and the Nebulans, they rescue uh, they rescue RC and Daniel, then they they deactivate the plasma energy chamber but not before it sends a bunch of plasma energy into the sun. Oops. Yeah. Oh no! But, good news, David Wise really likes uh, Doctor Who because we are reversing <laughs> polarities. This is Yay. not how rockets
2: work. No, this is oh, not that's, how anything that's works.
3: Exactly <laughs> nut, too. That's exactly that. my note too. Rockets <laughs> don't work that way. Oh, but th- this is Good after night. Spike, like, Prime is telling Spike to, to go turn off the power generator. They're like, no, i got to save my son. So he runs off to save his son. And then Galvatron and everybody else blasts off again into a little sparkle.
2: Yes, the plasma energy is like, there's like a tendril of plasma energy, and it just, like, smacks Scorponok off into space, complete with the little ding at the end. Yes.
0: yes.
3: Oh, the- the reversing rockets? What? That's not rockets. Even though they're energy-powered rockets, that still doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs>
0: uh. All right. So yeah, they 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 pull the energy, the excess energy fr- using the rockets from the sun into Vector Sigma, and that turns Cybertron gold.
2: Yes. Everything's gold it, plated. Now.
3: It is
0: a literal golden age.
2: <laughs> it uh, it brings on a new golden age of Cybertron. Gold there plated go.
3: repaints for everyone.
2: Okay, no, Yay. The, the Autobots don't actually get gold plated.
0: Oh my and also, Cerebros, Well, this is all happening. He's trying to get around places, and he has his. Alternate mode is useless. He is totally useless. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, he is a set of shelves. Yeah.
2: And and he asks Spike to kill him. Yeah.
0: So yes. he's you know he's still in he's in shelf mode. Uh, Spike, he's all okay. I can't I can't see what's going on, Spike, because I guess I don't even have optic sensors in this mode. But uh, kill me. <sighs> I don't I mean, want to fight anymore. Deactivate just, just me. Just do it. Just kill me. Turn he says off.
2: deactivate me, but yeah, he's basically saying, "Well, my,
0: my my poor baby." He says deactivate me permanently. Yeah, yeah. He'll just like like put me in sleep mode, kill me, throw me I out mean, a window, and hit me with a sledgehammer, Spike. I don't want yeah. to live anymore.
2: <laughs> it's it's pretty it's pretty dark.
3: He's it's like weird. It's like Chris Christopherson at the end of Blade. It's like, damn it, just kill I me. Guess it's weird. Take me out.
0: Just deactivate me, you pussy.
2: <laughs> really weird. Man, poor Cerebros. He doesn't uh, want to live but, anymore. He doesn't want to live yeah, in this but, world.
0: I'm so fed up with this world.
3: Then Spike becomes Wait. his head again. He sees, is like, oh, everything's gold. Cool. Sure, I won't die this yes. time.
0: <laughs> I
2: guess I'll live.
0: Stay gold, pony boy. <laughs> and yeah, so Optimus is a, says, oh. You know, the headmasters and target masters, you will be returned to Nebulos, and you will guard it and destroy the hives, machines, and teach the people of Nebulos to, I don't know, stop being such weenies.
2: How <laughs> <Out> to <of> love? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, so Cerebrose doesn't want to have to fight anymore. He doesn't want to have to fight ever again. He's a pacifist, etc., etc. Also, huge emo person, uh, but. The thing is, Optimus Prime is like, it's it's okay, I have something that'll be okay for you. But what he does is basically just sends him into this other fight that neither he nor Spike actually have a stake in <laughs> to go fight some other people some more. And I mean, apparently least, this is okay.
0: I mean, he'd just be like the guardian of Nebulosa. Maybe he just could be like fighting like meteor showers and stuff, natural yeah, disasters. Maybe.
3: Nobody is immediately be planning okay. to attack the planet, but... The Decepticons know where it is.
2: Well, also they talk about how their job is going to be to fight against the Hive.
1: Yeah, but all the members of the Hive turned into Decepticon headmasters and Turkmasters.
0: Yes, well, maybe they're the they're the members of the Hive who are in the toys that are going to be sold in 1988. They're like the backup <laughs> oh. Hive. Oh. Also, these guys are the Hive. I kind of wish they were like more like bee themed. Like if they yeah. were bug guys or something? That would be
2: nice. And not just random green people and or Lithonians or Lithones or
0: yeah, whatever they're called. so
3: many animation errors. My favorite is, is Bumblebee <laughs> dancing with Goldbug at the end of the episode.
0: Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to say that's a bumper. <laughs> <laughs> Good, well, enough. Yeah. Good enough. Good
2: enough. It's, it's not great. It's not great.
0: All right, and, but hey, we're not done yet. There is, pun intended, a stinger scene. Oh! You know, because it's got Scorponok I, this, in it.
2: This has some great... This is the best Galvatron. This is my favorite <laughs> Galvatron.
0: It's a miracle we finally got this flying junk pile of yours stabilized. You were the idiot who opened the plasma energy chamber, Galvatron. And yeah, they're just... It's Galvatron and Zarek. They're on uh, Scorponok, just drifting through space... And uh, yeah, they're just bantering like Shredder and Krang. Yeah, you know, the best just
2: part is hearing Scorpionox through space. The best part is Galvatron's like, and I will rule the galaxy. And Scorpionox like, who will rule the galaxy? And Galvatron's answer is me. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> That's the only how that most... kind of comes across is just Zera giving him shit. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> it is my destiny. I we like how I it comes across Galvatron. as
2: Zarek, like, see. trying to challenge him and it completely going over Galvatron's head. Yeah,
3: Zarek oh, is yeah. scheming right That's in front too. of him, out loud, and Galvatron doesn't care. I'm driving! He's
2: just like, ah! <laughs> it's, he's crazy. He's so crazy. And it's just a really
0: good, me. <laughs> And yeah, that is mm. the end of the episode and the end of Transformers Generation One. Aww,
1: yay! Which brings us to episode ninety six of Stasis Pod, the Transformers Generation One podcast. Yes,
0: yes. this was uh, you know this was this was an enjoy you know this was super dumb and really hard selling me a bunch of toys, but I had fun. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of want to bu- go and buy some of these guys now, and I can. It's crazy. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the best part—is you actually can. I, I totally kidding? want highbrow like more now, even though I kind of wanted him before. But I want him more now.
0: I'm thinking about actually buying. I I've <laughs> got to get that new six shot to kill my aerial bots.
2: Yes. Oh. oh, the aerial bots that we got last year because of yeah. Combiner Wars. Because we're basically doing a, a year-by-year recreation of G1.
0: Yeah,
3: except for those poor targets.
0: Oh, man, masters. I'm so excited for pretenders next year. Ooh.
3: Maybe. Maybe. You can hope.
0: I I doubt that we're getting pretenders next year. I know we're not getting pretenders, but let me dream, <laughs> Alex. Let me dream. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, Just I will let you dream. A precious moment.
0: Uh. And so, yeah, that is the rebirth. Uh... Uh, much like Scorponok and Galvatron, you can find us wandering the galaxy. Uh, we are at Twitter at, at @stasispod. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash StasisPod. And we are on Tumblr at StasisPod.tumblr.com.
2: And we are hosted by net, uh, the Iacon Underground radio network. Uh, we have a Patreon as well to help support this and our news program. Uh, that is at patreon.com slash Underground. And that helps us very much in keeping this whole thing going.
1: It pays for hosting, it pays for editing, and it pays for...
0: Hosting. Well, hosting, yeah. And if you'd like to tell us which of our mutual enemies you'd like to destroy, you can write into the Maximailbag at stasispodcast at gmail.com, and we'll read your letters on air. We will be back next week with actual Beast Machines.
3: Uh, if, if, if this isn't just a 2 episode or that I might have to cut in half, because, oh boy, we have been talking for a while.
0: Yeah, we have three episodes, and there are like 300 characters in it.
3: So many